0: Here goes Ossedevi, a powerful run, he'll pick this up again, all of his own making. Weaving past one, two and three, he deserved the break of the ball, Forrest Green lead again. Good evening everyone, welcome to the Anytime Notebook here every single week to mark your card for the weekend across the EFL, set-piece threats, rampaging wing-backs, forward-thinking, holding midfielders. Regular listeners, welcome back new listeners. Great to have you on board. Uh, As always, good evening, John. John, you wouldn't think I'd still have to read that intro out, but it's still printed here in front of me to read out. I should know it by now. Uh, Anyway, how are you, John?
1: i OK, mate. Yeah, third third pod of a week. Uh, what a treat for the uh, regular listener or the new listener. And, and another um, successful yeah.
0: one midweek. Great shout with uh, Osadebe in the midfield. It backed up your thoughts about Forest Green as well, which was uh, justice everywhere you looked.
1: So. Ah, justice everywhere. I wasn't quite so happy when you texted Wahay after Ed Turns scored. <laughs> um, t- turns flicked on for Dimitri for the first goal, then Dimitri <laughs> flicked on for Turns for the second goal. Well, um so was,
0: plenty of positive yeah. words about Ed Turns, didn't you? In that, um,
1: yeah, just a uh, little bit defense. annoyed, but I, I wouldn't have. Uh, uh, they would, I didn't think it was the right game, but it turned out it was. Um, they scored two set of plays, as we say, but you can't. Then we had uh, Finis Ass scored second last night, so no good for first backers. But yeah, it's not like me to be negative, Gav. We're actually on a good run. <laughs> we had uh,
0: Tom Fellows uh, with an assist. Um, yeah, they all count. They all count. <laughs> he's, right. he's, uh, Touching the box, I guess we'll 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 take that. It yes. felt like a um, a good week for notebook nostalgia. I've got in my notes here, John. Here I'm, Boateng with a hat trick. Matthew oh, Platt gold. Another goal for Will Boyle. It's like bowling back the years of. Some uh, can, can we get it right? It's,
1: uh, he's, he's now William Boyle again. Can we get it oh, right? It's really, really uh, Boyle. Uh, <laughs> Same bets. bloke, but. What's
0: it's your bets, yes. um, you I, know, think, a, I think you happened? were
1: unlucky as well, though. Just, to, just to give you, you were very, um, you were bang on the money, even though it didn't come to fruition. Uh, three goals conceded by Northampton from oh, corners yes. against Orient. So you couldn't do any more than that. And the same with Oxford, once again, leaked one versus Wigan. So. Uh, yeah, the Orient one was interesting. Clearly, there were some
0: well-worked chances in there. They weren't just balls floated into the box. They they no. played it outside, drew defenders out, then played it back in. Um, clearly, um, Wellens and his back-office team saw it as an area to focus on. Interesting. Interesting, Northampton would... You'd think would be on the list, but I've um, yeah, changed my mind. I'll, I'll talk a bit about that later on. But my favorite thing of the week was um, the fans' reaction to Elkham Baggert being <laughs> subbed after 28 minutes for Bristol. Worthers.
1: Sorry, <laughs> so, sorry, El- sorry, Elkin. you <laughs> have ruined your career. Just goes That's to that. remind you
0: that we can we can love these players all we like for 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 being a threat in opposing boxes, but they've also got to do their other job, their main job in many, many ways, yes. which is try and keep them out. And there was a lot of finger pointing after the first. <laughs> but um, my fa- I think my favourite response was El Kant instead of El can." Yes. Just to him right. getting so, which was, um, yeah, was nice and creative from Bristol Rovers fans. Um, I, I Bristol Rovers play Northampton this weekend. I think... Um, <laughs> that's the first That's the first game we've got plenty of thoughts on. So, yeah, Northampton next up for Rovers. I thought Tristan Cameron must be on the list here, 22s, although I think being against the Rovers midfield looks a bit more plausible here because what Conte was sent off, wasn't he? And Anthony Evans, I think, has picked up another booking that sees him miss the game as well. Um, I mentioned just before, I'll, I'll, I'll say it now before we run into review just because it's there in my notes, but... You focus on the game for one reason, but the opposing view just presents itself, um, just in front of you. I actually thought Northampton were probably a, a better option to look at here, full of recency bias. But Mark Leonard was two from three in that midfield. And with those, those, those people missing for Bristol Rovers, I thought actually the nine to one was a couple of points too big, certainly a, a standout for them at one of the layers. So, Mark Leonard, I'll, um, a nice early shout what, within within four minutes, but mm. uh, Mark Leonard nine to one. I felt was too big here. You know, Northampton midfield that still did score, kind of three goals and can um, definitely. I mean, you were you texted half time, didn't you? That um, I know Bristol Overs have come back to win that game. But um,
1: yeah, I managed Taylor. to uh, save Matt Taylor's job Absolutely, with that text.
0: Yeah, thank Some you. Things were looking bad <laughs> up until half time. Anyway, we've gone early with a selection, John. Uh, anything, else no, that okay. the, <laughs> anything else that you saw from the? Anything uh, else that you saw from the from midweek?
1: Uh, well, how long we got, Gav? We got a, a huh. massive. You've seen the note. The Notepad almost couldn't handle the memory. This it's is huge a, this week. Isn't it? a, might be time to upgrade from MS Notepad. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, the in the championship, yes, yeah, we started yeah. the
0: championship. Let's start in the championship.
1: Yeah, a guy I mentioned midweek, uh, Ronald Pereira. He's down as just Ronald with some firms. He's down as his full name with some others. Um, whatever you call him, he's Ronald. He, he looked uh, fairly threatening, I thought, for Swansea midweek against Leeds. Uh, another, I think there's three efforts, actually. I've got two here. Again, didn't play the full minutes. and You've got to bear in mind he's come in when they're in an awfully tough run of fixtures as well. Uh, they've got Ipswich at the weekend, which um, it probably isn't ideal either after they seemingly got back on track against Millwall last night. But, uh, I don't know, it's have given up a little bit more until that game. I looked at the prices and I wanted a little... I would have gone first goal scorer only again, Ronald, but 10s nah, was the first quote and I really wanted 12s as a minimum. So, we're going to have to leave Ronald alone. Ronald is left alone for now. I'm sure he would be pleased.
0: Uh, some good productivity from Jacob Greaves didn't go unnoticed for Hull against uh, Wotherham
1: I I almost didn't want to write it down but you you can well you you wrote it down so it made me feel better because I sometimes think (laughs) I'm just seeing things that weren't there but yeah it was just uh, if it wasn't for the inspired once again Victor Johansson um, it would have been a goal uh, Rotherham will not be in the Championship next season, but Johansson will be. He might even be higher. Um, best goalkeeper in the league last season on all the metrics, and he's right out there again this season, even though I don't think he's been quite as good. Uh, some of that, you could say he gets a hell of a lot to do, but I haven't seen him make any a lot of errors. Um, he's definitely going to be at least Championship next season, maybe even the top level.
0: We would have been kicking ourselves if Jacob Brees had scored because he um, scored on Valentine's Day last year. Ah, uh, the old
1: romantic,
0: the old romantic. Obviously, yeah. I would have I would,
1: have I would have gone. I would have gone crackers myself. <laughs>
0: um, mark Roberts, another one who hasn't scored for a while—two and a half years—but he could have had a brace against Blackburn. This is Mark Roberts, uh, Birmingham's mm, Mark
1: Roberts. I'd forgotten about Mark Roberts. Yeah, yeah. We all mark with a possibly. C. Um, yes.
0: Second chance is probably the best one. First one goes wide, but second chance is a towering header from about six yards that should have gone in, but as is the way, that's why they don't score for for two and a half years. Um, I I looked at Birmingham this week. You kind of feel that the tide might be turning and can we get on some players nice and early, but it didn't look to be be, uh, anything there. Um, Anything else for you in the Championship, John?
1: Uh, No, mate. We've we've got bundles and bundles in Leagues 1 and 2, haven't we?
0: We have. My second selection is in the Championship. I've gone, again, nice and early. Um, Plymouth continued to play well at home. Coventry, exceptionally lucky uh, last night. But they continue to concede over half an expected goal from set pieces every game. And such was the case last night. They couldn't keep it tight all game. Last minute, Coventry get a free kick. Some real suspect defending where they didn't have a wall in them in front of the uh, 10 yards in front and it just plops along to the near post and Liam kitchen uh, pokes it home um so they play Leeds this weekend at home park again but i thought it might be just the time to get joe rode on over the mark um um, almost two expected goals, but none in the bag just yet. Uh, but plenty of that XG I noticed was built up in the two games against Plymouth already this season. So these two have played each other over an FA Cup game and an FA Cup replay and a uh, a league game back in November as well. Two good chances in, in those three games for Rodon, who... Um, who um, already seen a yeah a little bit of money after I'd started typing this up. But I'd, I'd expect most centre-half threats in this position playing for Leeds. I was expecting kind of single figures here, and um, most of the mm-hmm. market agrees. But there was some 13s available early on. There's only 12s available now, which is still enough for me to talk vociferously about on a podcast. Uh, so I will. Uh, yeah, to Joe <laughs> wrote on. 12 to 1 feels like we're going to get him over the line at some point this season plymouth could be could be that spot um there you go i've done my selections i'm going to sit back now for the next 30 minutes yes, john that's right you talk us through <laughs> i may this have is to where
1: have well. um, this is where the uh, listenership fall asleep or drop <laughs> off Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Uh, midweek, I was okay, but the last two weeks, you've carried the pod. So well, let, let's let's get let's get stuck into League One now. Absolutely. I, I don't know if you've realised, Gav. I think Cheltenham are quite good. I've mentioned <laughs> it a few times. Uh, I thought it was interesting that it's the first time that the two uh, X market caught on in midweek. They opened up a quarter, sorry, three quarter goal underdog against Blackpool at home. By kickoff, they're only a quarter goal underdog, and that was pretty tight as well. Uh, probably best performance certainly at home under Clark. Utterly dominant. Uh, missed a penalty, one 2 0, one very comfy. Blackpool created very little. Um, already been very popular in the early market against Fayle. Uh, suddenly, they're half a goal favourite at home against Fayle. So the market has certainly caught up now, I think. Um, Louis Freestone, he hasn't had a mention for a, at least a few days, and uh, Nivers Curtis Davies, um, both threatened again midweek. But oh well, we've talked about them till the cows come home. We can't really say anything else about them. I thought an interesting one was my uh, anti-post pick, who's uh, still on zero goals for the season <laughs> after after his uh, superb second half of the season. And he missed a penalty, but believe it or not, I'm pretty sure Aidan Keener is about to fire in the goals that might keep him <laughs> up. Uh, I just thought he looks he looks a lot fitter. He looked quite heavy first parts of the season, uh, for his frame anyway. And Clark Clark was like overly positive about him afterwards, which um, I'm pretty sure I remember an interview when he first arrived because he didn't even use him on the bench to start with. So I think something's clicked there. Um, with the many options they have up front now, with uh, Matt Taylor and a few others, I don't think he's going to start yet. But even without that missed penalty, I'm sure there's going to be goals coming shortly. And I did note that he did reply to the Clark tweet with, uh, with a quote tweet saying, legend. So yeah. he appears quite happy. Um, even Alfie May, his old mate, replied saying, you'll come good. And they're all oh, no. bigging him up. Please. Yeah, they all like it. They do they, they
0: know as well as
1: you do. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, it was like it was like our podcast though. We've had a last week or so we had a bit of luck going away but his his penalty was a was a good penalty. It just it was a really good save so um as as they like to say on Whatever channel you're watching on, it's never a good penalty when it doesn't go in, but not really the case.
0: But. Uh, Cheltenham Vale always has plenty of uh, ex-club systems in it, doesn't it? Matt Taylor and George Lloyd, both, um, both ex players oh, for, for Cheltenham side, like you say, that um, that should go well. Uh, although, yeah,
1: uh, yeah is down Moore
0: taking a game in charge of Vale yet? I don't know, five and a half year contract, yeah. it. So that's, that's, that's
1: Yeah, uh, you can't beat commitment, can you? There you go. Um, Almost as long as this podcast will be. <laughs> <absolutely, year. yeah.
0: laughs> we have still got a few it's years nice. on our uh, on our contract just yet.
1: That's um,
0: right. When I saw uh, when I saw that Josh Earl had two headers from corners oh. for Barnsley at Shrewsbury, I think um, in my head bell. I went. In my head, <sighs> there's that lovely there's that lovely moment where you're just going. Oh, I wonder who they got this weekend. In my head, I was one oh one that they were going to be playing Fleetwood this weekend, and sure enough. Joshel comes up against Fleetwood. Um
1: oh, what a yeah, what a game this is Gav. Um feels
0: we've a good got, one,
1: doesn't it? I thought well Fleetwood have really picked up uh, under the new management the last few games. I uh, thought they were unlucky again against Fred in midweek. Uh kept going to the end and got the um got the equalizer the last kick of the game from Brendan Sarpung wyadu who uh, mm. despite scoring 3 goals this season I don't think we've ever mentioned. So um that's he scores too regularly for a struggling side, but that, that was good anticipation. He he followed in a half chance and well, he, he just walked in, but he was there to walk in. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, Ben Hennigan's had a couple of chances, but I'm a bit sick of him, even though we haven't put him up for about three years. <laughs> um, I thought it was an interesting one here. The youngster who's on loan from Everton, Elijah Campbell. He's only started the last three games. He only come in three games ago, so... Whether the upturn, you can really link the upturn to him is probably a stretch, but he seems to be getting pretty good reviews. Had a good chance, uh, yeah, against Redding, and last weekend, one one that he tried to reach at the back post and he just couldn't connect to it. It wasn't really a chance, but a little bit earlier to get in there and he would have had a very good chance. So, yeah, I think he, he's like the unexposed one out of those three. Like you say, you've got... Um, Josh Earl against his old club, he was he was unlucky um, midweek. That was that was a really good save, but uh, I mean Earl, Earl Sarpong, Waidu are both quite short really, mm. considering. So we're, I'm going to have a spin. We're going to get a selection of it, finally on um, <laughs> Elijah Campbell for Fleetwood at twenty two to one here against Barnsley.
0: Okay. Yeah, new name for the Ooh. notebook. Always uh, much appreciated.
1: Um, here's, an old, here's an old name. He, he's becoming a becoming a popular name that we cannot pronounce. Uh, Shrewsbury Barnsley was quite a set play game midweek. Actually, uh, we already mentioned Josh O' again uh, for Shrewsbury. I thought uh, well, Dunkley, Feeney, and Aaron Pierre, who actually scored last weekend, mm-hmm. all had chances again. Um, but what what isn't shown on the? I'm not saying it's hidden XG, but. Uh, good old Mel de Gevinci. Oh that's, um, the,
0: that's the best one. Here. Yeah, that's good. Of all the weeks, I like that. that's the best one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he he was actually cut in half for the late penalty <laughs> when he's about to shoot. Um, literally, I mean, it wasn't a great chance, but it probably would have been about point three xg. So, yeah, you can, if Yan had been assaulted, then um, he may well have scored there. I just give a shout out well, while we're talking about Males, um I'd like to thank regular listener Andrew Willis, who uh, always supports the pod on social media. He uh, he sent me a message to say I was thinking about Mal Donahue, um in the midweek pod. We, yeah. And, yeah, I, I certainly was. And that's one for the completists out there who haven't been able to sleep since uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, probably I had nobody.
0: A friend of the pod, Steve Freeth, was also he chatted me and said oh, I was sh- he was shouting it at the radio yes. as he
1: was listening uh, well, to uh, it's- Steve doesn't count. We we know he would
0: know it. But, <laughs> we knew he would know it. Yeah.
1: Yes. Do, do we have the uh, do we have the nicest listeners in podcast land, as I like to say now?
0: Ah, oh, um, I mean, undoubtedly so. we do because yeah. we hardly ever get any grief for the amount of losers we put up. So no, <laughs> we, no seem no to, we seem to get away yeah. with it a lot when I when I look at how other um, <laughs> other podcasts <laughs> have put up betting selections are treated when they yeah. uh, fail to get one over the line. Yeah, I think it's just our you know. Our, welcoming personality and uh, honest authentic
1: yes that's right the comedy there's no booming here absolutely we're we're just embarrassed
0: we're we're more embarrassed than we get winners right it's more of a a burden oh we'd rather Uh, we come back winners we just choose not
1: to uh, talking of winners hopefully we got on here i've just remembered there is a selection in all this um, talk so shrewsbury going back to shrewsbury uh different side under paul Hurst since he's returned um, they seem to have, they're actually playing football again now, which is what they promised in the summer when they switched to Taylor from uh, Steve Cottrell, but they never did. They just kept playing direct, from what I could tell. A lot of players seem a lot happier with this, um, one of them being Tom Bayliss, but he's priced accordingly. He's had a few injury niggles last week. So, a little bit of a risky one, but not a name we've probably mentioned for a long time, if ever. We're going to go with Carl Winchester, who. You can tell he's a lot happier under Hurst. He appears to be the main fulcrum in the midfield. Uh, His scoring record when you isolate him as playing as a central midfielder is absolutely fine, actually. He's had four shots away since Hurst returned. Even some of those, he's been more of a sitting defensive midfielder. But we do know that this chap can finish, which Mm -hmm. um, his goals over the years show you that, when he gets the chances. And Wigan are pretty unpredictable at best, so... I think we I think 11 to 1 I was just looking for any double figures and there is 11 to 1 so let's give uh, Carl Winchester at 11 to 1 a spin. I love it.
0: I love it. Um I'll just uh, interject to um we should have an Oxford section every oh, yes. single week. We can't go through a podcast without me talking about Oxford for, for about 20 minutes. Um, Wickham this weekend. Wickham beating up Bolton in midweek, but as we spoke about in midweek, still plenty of attacking output, chasing them down. Mm. You'd love to back maybe Joe Lowe here, but not for me at the nines. taffazoli the same Ooh. at 12s. He's starting to think these set-piece challenges and vulnerability that Oxford have got are now fully baked in, but I, I do think... Look, that that that's that weren't a bad. I mean, obviously they haven't picked up any points, but this is a this is a it's been a good old run, right, for Wanderers. When you look at this form line coming into this game, three points at Cheltenham, who we know are are, are better than the better than the league table suggests. They stuck five past Peterborough. They're beaten by a good Bolton side here, but I, I do think that Oxford at home, despite the fact that Oxford are in the top six represents a step down in class, you'd love to yeah. back here. Jack Grimmer at 12s, who's. Um, got two and two but he missed the Bolton game through injury um all in all kind of no selection but uh i wish there was and i wrote a load of words so i thought um it would be more than worthwhile to say them so that i didn't feel like that was wasted in time earlier on so uh no selection yeah. but uh yeah big fan of um big fan of wickham at home to um at home to well, this weekend um and it would also it wouldn't be a um it wouldn't be a podcast if we weren't talking about wingbacks in games involving Bolton.
1: Yes. Oh, you've you've tried you've 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 sold the listeners a dummy there, Gav, haven't you? <laughs> that's what <laughs> the, that's what that's what they call advanced teasing. Um, well, I don't know if that's what they call it. Uh, yeah, we like we like words on this podcast. <laughs> Good job, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought going back to there, I was just looking at that game. Very briefly earlier, they were the better side against Bolton midweek. At mm. uh, Bolton by quite a distance as well. I think they were unfortunate, maybe not to get all three points there. Even so, yeah, I can see that. Um, okay, back to so sticking with Bolton, I think Bolton are just they they are struggling a bit, but they they've got the uh, they've got the numbers to, to keep chugging away. But I thought I'd look at uh, Charlton in, who who go to Bolton this weekend. I thought there was quite a big uptake in Jones' second game than his first game. Uh, it was only a one-all draw at home to Lincoln, which doesn't look brilliant on paper. But even the first half, when they were one nil down, I thought, and I've read a lot of reports from the fans who are about as negative as you can get, Charlton fans, on the, that <laughs> man, all fans are negative. But even at half-time, they were saying that the effort levels are up, and in the second half, they played really well. I um, thought they were very much just look already look quite a little bit fitter and things like that. So I think there's a quite a good angle to think that they could improve quite shortly. So I look through the last only two games, but one name sticks out a little bit, especially at the prices, and that is 10A Watson, who has had uh, two efforts in both sorry, two efforts in the game since Jones came in. From left back or left midfield he's probably going to be more of a left wing back here and he's 20 to 1 so mm. 20 to one is fine I'll, I'll just throw this in gav the i mentioned this earlier in the season bolton have once again got the ref who sent off santos twice um the and uh, unbelievably he's now sent off a bolton player in five of the last six times he's ref them um, wow.
0: yeah i remember which, this i remember this from yes,
1: time, yeah yes, uh, it almost went viral when i mentioned it last time um no it didn't uh, <laughs> but i mean S- santos will be absolutely relieved that he's injured i'd imagine uh, he can't can't get suspended but i don't know i mean uh, as as listeners may remember last time i said Everett basically came out and said he he had it in for bolton uh, it's not it's not an um it's definitely not an advantage for bolton i mean you can't really factor that in because you know, it's probably just a, a very small sample, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll go with one point on Tenai Watson at twenty to one. I love that one.
0: Uh, just to uh, round the circle, um, if you are interested in Bolton wingback talk, I Ogbe- Ogbe- oh. did start midweek, didn't he? But Ashworth come on and replaced yes. him after an hour.
1: I've just he got up. he got an assist. Better, so that's a winner as well. Oh, yeah, there you go. So new system. <laughs> if, you, um, if they get a mention on the commentary, it's a winner anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's head down into League 2 then, where oh, um, I tell you, well, we'll start off with um, you, you've you called it. Yeah, you've called it probably the most prolific defender in the division at the moment, I would say, um, going wow. off at a decent price, right?
1: You could say he's the master son of the master division. Uh, yeah. Yes. It uh, would better if you were my son or um, anyone <laughs> else here. Yeah, it's a um, Connor Masterson for the one person who doesn't know who we're talking about there. It. I mean, it it looks captain obvious this, but there's probably not a more reliable defender in League Two for chances at the moment. Would you say that? And goals oh, to be fair. Yeah, a uh, dual threat, isn't he? On them. Um, yeah. But we've we've also we, we've got a lovely bit of hidden XG in midweek, oh, Gav. I haven't said that for a while. I've a Said while, it a couple yeah. of times tonight. Yes, but I mean, it's it was shown that he had one. He had a header early on that hit the bar and. A couple of people said it crossed the line. It was very close. He had another shot from outside the box, from open play, where he came from nowhere. Good strike, actually, just went over the bar. But what isn't shown is that he had another goal ruled out from a corner, um, just like general pushing elsewhere. But good header. So yeah, there's. If you want to say, if you want to say that was saved, or whatever, then he's up to probably half an XG. Then rather than 0.28. but even without that, perfectly fine uh jules go to newport this weekend which isn't really a fantastic matchup on that regard but the 14 to 1 that's available that is a big standout i know it's only with one firm but that's too big i thought it'd be eight nine to one here maximum so we'll have a go with Connor masterson at 14 to one i i i reckon this is a Good game.
0: I think both of these teams are playing well in League Two at the moment. I when I looked yeah. at this game, and um, yeah, just looked at the implication. I guess in my head, they're they're both they're both playing well at the moment. And actually, that there's a there's a lot of stories to be written from that chasing group in um, behind, you know, going for sixth place in the in League Two. Just looking at it yeah. now, obviously, how it good got beat midweek, but they're probably not as bad as what we think and crew might not be quite as good as what we think. But I think um yeah you'd be if you were if you were what? If you were I think if you were Barrow and MK Dons what in fifth and sixth at the moment, I think you're you're worried that, you know, even the Bradford uptaking taking form could go on a run at any point. They got certain oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It feels like yeah it feels like it feels like the league table goes down a long way in the hunt for that playoff spot over the course of the next what 15 16 games, so um, yeah, that could be um, that could be one to watch, and certainly the, the winners of um, winners of Gillingham Newport will um, increase their chances of getting a playoff spot. Uh, mm. Newport, there, yeah, uh, so Gillingham at Newport, Masterson, we've got um.
1: Nothing else. Would you like? For any, to,
0: really? would you, would
1: you like? I, th- I think. <laughs> I think you'd like. You'd like to get dizzy with Joe Kizzy, wouldn't you, Gav? Would... Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, yeah, Joe Kizzy. Yeah. Steph, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If if I to- if I told you that someone in League Two headed over the bar from the six-yard <laughs> line, <laughs> who? <laughs> I've given it away now. <laughs> you know who it is. Don't worry, don't worry, listeners. He's not being put up. Um, I just thought we we, we can't ignore the uh, Joe Kizzy in the room. So.
0: <laughs> to be fair, it'd probably be it might be it uh, was that lad for? Was it uh, Ben Barkley, Remember? Is
1: he still, oh yes, uh, that was classic. But Joe yeah. Kizzy
0: wouldn't be too far off. The, uh,
1: no, he's, he, he, that's a bit being a bit harsh there. But we we do like Kizzy. Um, Let's have a final selection. This is my fourth selection. Um, this is just a bit of a downgrade player, really. Hakeem adelukan who has two in three starts since rejoining Grant McCann at Doncaster. They were together at Hull way back when. Probably a victim of, of his versatility of late. Played Plays all across the front, played up front, played both wings, played every position in midfield, even played wing-back. Um, however, he's played 180 of his 230-odd career games at League One level, um, and he's evidently finding this a lot easier on the uh, short evidence so far. And going away to wobbling Grimsby, 9-2 to two is just about playable for me. So we'll go Hakeem. Adelucan at nine to two for Doncaster at Grimsby. I'm oh,
0: a big fan of that one. Yeah, that, that looks uh, that looks a over two and a half goal game if ever. Oh, I saw, Grims,
1: Grimsby, Artel's got to be worried now. Forest Green look better. Colchester look better. Yeah, they do, um,
0: yeah. Even so, you know Sutton not looking. Sutton being competitive, those, as yeah. we have said in the last few weeks as well.
1: Um, yeah, I think Sutton have been a little bit unlucky. Midweek again, apparently unlucky. So yeah, I think. Artel was right under pressure because he's, he's still trying to, he will not go away from playing out from the back. And uh, he's got Harvey Rogers and Niall Mayher doing that. I um, so, don't think it works, it works too well.
0: Um, other notable mentions here in League Two. Uh, talking of certain, mm. I thought Charlie Lakin it was unlucky oh, not yes. to get a mention on this podcast really the last few weeks because um, he's been a whole lot more productive. You know, quiet since 2021 scored a few goals across County and Burton but threatening since Christmas in a Sutton shirt Um, we don't mention him but he um, he got his first goal in over two years against Wrexham Um, the crew Harrogate that I said earlier just definitely feels an interesting spot here probably I before I looked at any kind of prices, I imagined that I would be backing Harrogate this weekend. But um, actually, they're, they're probably given more. of a... The, the market doesn't seem to have reacted too badly to that nine-two defeat at, at Mansfield. Um, hmm. I'm pretty sure they're they're not that bad, and um, you know, good result for Crew as well. I didn't I didn't see that one coming at all. Interesting this one, John, because Harrogate played Crew. The game after they conceded four against Mansfield earlier in the season as well, so they're always they're always oh. facing off against this crew side. Once they're coming off a hammering at Mansfield, Crew did win that game though um, earlier in the season. At that Williams header, um, which have been yeah, it would have been nice if there was a. Um, if Harrogate had come out on top against that game, that would have been a nice little angle to talk about, but not the spot. Uh, and I just thought that, yeah, look, you've been full of praise, and rightly so, for Forest Green. They go to Crawley. Felt like we should find someone there. Carl McAllister, Fies was almost yeah. made the list here, but does look does look fair. Um, sees out plenty of 90 minutes, doesn't he? And it left a fair bit on the table since Cottrell has come in. Another two shots on target against Barrow midweek, but every time you pick up a. Some forest green highlights. He looks like he's doing the right thing. And Salford's still on the warm list. Um, what last minute equaliser against Doncaster, but still scoring goals. Luamba at sixes would probably be a play here for me. For me, if you felt that he was going to see out more than the seventy minutes, which he's struggling to do at the moment. So, a couple there that I'm um, probably not going to make um, my betting list at the um, come Saturday morning. Oh. But um, interesting to note the thoughts anyway. Do I very much that-
1: agree, agree, agree with uh sorry agree with McAllister. Fives is too big, definitely. I've just got it in my head that he's a flatterer. Um Yes, but I, know if, I know what you mean. If you isolate him under Cottrell, he's done nothing wrong and mm. I'll just make a note of I watched Cottrell's interview after the game and he said he said he hasn't he hasn't let up on Osadebe or McAllister for one minute since he's come in. So um, and, uh, maybe maybe McAllister's enjoying being shouted at every ten seconds. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's what he needs.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean when he says "flats to deceive." Yeah, he'll um, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll he'll put his head above the power pit and he'll take some notice. And then he goes missing for a month or two.
1: Ah, uh, he, he's sticking with him more, like you say. He's playing more. He's playing all the minutes, and he's yeah. also playing all the minutes as a ten. Normally, before he was ended up getting pushed out wide and stuff. So. I think that the fives is definitely playable. Um, last mention is someone I mentioned very early on in the season when he went to Port Vale. Kofi Barmer had a effort very well saved by the third good loan keeper, Accrington, have found this season. The uh, Man, United, Man United loanee looks very good. Um, didn't really do a lot wrong, to be fair. It was a very good save. And I thought it would worth a note Wimbledon I started using Barmer's long throw last couple of games as well. Uh, There's only 11 to 1 best price this weekend, though. So that's very, very tight. I was hoping for more like 20s if I was going to give him a risk. So we've got, we got more notes, but as my voice has given up, uh, that's, that's <laughs> I think not we've done, surprising, really. We've done well
0: there. 33 minutes, John. I've nearly lost him <laughs> a couple about five minutes ago. I was scrambling around for where my. Listeners would have uh, picked up on me scrambling around for the next
1: thing to say, yes.
0: but I thought do, we do, have... what
1: I, do what I do, <laughs> just click click the mouse for a bit, <laughs> just lose your voice.
0: Um, we have done exceptionally well to um, to um, put all of that into one 30-minute uh, podcast. Uh, as your voice um, starts to give up, John, <laughs> let's, I'll let you go Jesus. first. Uh, let us remind, remind us, and I, th- and I do think we will need reminding, <laughs> um, what oh, selections actually of the 400 players we mentioned, what were the actual selections you, you, you start us off with?
1: All right, Championship Nobody League One Bolton versus Charlton, um, Tenai Watson 20 to 1. Uh, these are all anytime only. Uh, Shrewsbury versus Wigan, Carl Winchester 11 to 1. And in League Two, Newport versus Gillingham, Connor Masterson 14 to 1, and Grimsby versus Doncaster, Hakib Adelukan. Nine to two. I can't believe I've got a name wrong tonight. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. Very, on. very yeah. good. Yeah, that was some,
0: some exceptional uh, linguistics there. Uh, mine nice and easy. Uh, Joe rode on 12 to one. He is now uh, for Leeds at Plymouth. And we will uh, change the habit of a lifetime and we will oppose Bristol Rovers with Northampton uh, and Mark Leonard, who's right. a big price to take charge in that midfield and score his uh, yeah third in, in recent memory. Um, whatever you are back in this weekend, plenty there for you to get stuck into. Uh, John, we've uh, we had a good week. I've had the spreadsheet out. We're playing with a bit of um, house money for at least the next few weeks, which is good to see. Um we shall see if we can continue our good form. Whatever you are, no, if I, no,
1: if I keep, uh, if I keep putting up four every episode, it won't, it won't last very long. Will we, it? Like to, um,
0: we like to, we like to play up, play up the selections when the, um, when the, when the, sh- the hot streak is on. That um, nah, if, if we, if we ever wanted to put an end to a hot streak, me mentioning the word hot streak on a podcast yes. should just about be enough to do it. So, um, bast um, that. On Sunday morning. Uh, John, uh, thank you for your company. As always, some great selections, some great research. Everyone else, thank you for listening. Whatever you're back in this weekend, be lucky. Uh, yeah, hope
1: things fall in your favour. Uh, John, we'll do it all again next week, shall we? Uh, we will, and I think we've both run out of words that we haven't used in the last week.
0: All the players. Good luck, everyone. It's a busy